What's going on, guys? We're back and with some American origins, U.S. history. Uh, today, we're just going to be answering a few questions, and I'm going to be interviewing my peers. <laughs> um, my name is Christian Waters. My name is Owen. My name is Katie. And let's get right into it. <laughs> First question for you guys. Um, let's Um, how do colonizers colonize, and how does it work? Well, I think the only short answer is, is that they colonize through force. Uh, yeah, I think they colonize for their own good, and only for them and their people, really. Yeah, I think they colonize for their control and to find them. Okay, next question. Explain why America became important to Britain. Um, I think it became important to Britain just because Britain started um, taxing Americans and they wanted their form of payment so they could make more money. But really, um, America didn't really agree to this, but Britain just was just wanted their money. So, yeah, yeah I, I, and yeah, I could kind of agree with you. And but I also think that um, it was one out of the many colonies that uh, Britain had, and I guess they just wanted more and more land. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. All right, last question. Uh, were the colonists justified in breaking away from Great Britain? Explain. I said the American colonists believed that they like were justified in breaking away from the British Parliament. Yeah, I said that because um, they didn't want to pay them their taxes, and colonists felt like they had no say in the taxes. And, yeah, so I agree with both of you. Um, the colonists were controlled by the British and, yes, were heavily taxed and basically very much controlled. All right, that'll, that's it for today's segment. We'll be back shortly. Hey, hello, guys. Welcome to the second part of our U.S. History podcast. Um, fortunately, we do not have Christian here with us, but uh, but Caitlin, fortunately, has agreed to come on. So um, I have a couple questions to ask for you for this part two. And, and the first question I have to ask is how do, how do indigenous people resist um, colonialism? Um, I said they resisted the efforts of the, European, the Europeans to gain more of their land and basically just control through both warfare and policy or whatever, but that's basically what I thought on how they resist colonism. All right, it's interesting, yes. Um, I agree with that also, and obviously, uh, the Europeans are um, invading their, you know, native lands, and they're really not supposed to be. So, and the second question is, um, can you identify and explain the interaction between different social groups in early America? Yeah, so I said that I think some of the forms of social groups um, were basically just 
all the petition, conflict, and, and basically just cooperation. And I just think that they all interact because all those things kind of go together when you're doing your daily life stuff. So that's how I think they all work together. Yeah. I agree with that also. Um, yeah, the colonists had had uh, very big tensions um, with the natives because obviously they're invaders. So, uh, third question I have to ask is uh, when are revolutions justified? Um, I think that they were justified. I'm not really sure like exactly when, but... Um, I was kind of thinking when the like Declaration of Independence came out, but I don't know if that like was correct or not. So I just said also like whenever the government betrays like the rules, because I just guessed that it was the Declaration of Independence, but then I did a little bit more research and that wasn't right. So then I realized it had to be more of the government. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a pretty justifiable answer. Um, I think it was kind of a quick. I think it's kind of a you know, a little bit of a trick question though, because because as we obviously know, revolutions are not really justifiable. But um, and also, um, fourth and final question. Uh, it's kind of an extra. Um, can you know what? Um, can you explain what the uh, Pueblo revolt was and was it successful? Um, the, however you say that word, the Pueblo revolt, um, I think that, um, I don't, I think that it was, I guess it was successful for some but not for others because people are, like in the uprising of the most of the uh, in sorry I cannot pronounce all these words the Pueblo people against the Spanish colonizers in the province uh, of Mexico were larger than present day New Mexico so like, I think for like some people it was like it was good but for others it was yeah I agree with you though. Um, uh, the Pueblo Revolt, yes, was a um, was an uprising against the Spanish by the by the natives, and and it was uh, in fact the first ever um, successful uh, pushback of the colonizers by the natives. Yeah. All right. So, I guess that's it for. For all the questions, thank you for being on, and I'll see you in the next part. All right. All right, hello guys. Welcome back to the U.S. History Podcast. We are in our third segment right now. And and I've decided that we want to at least have a um, I guess have a formal discussion. We have Caitlin back. Hey guys. All right, Caitlin. Um, 
Uh, these these kind of start with uh, a few different questions, but uh, eventually lead on to conversation. So the first question I have for you is that um, what have you learned that supporters how we, no, sorry, what have you learned that supports how we see ourselves today as a country, and what are some examples of that? Um, I think that we see how other people act and how people acted in the past, and so it like affects how we act today, like how. I don't know. Like I just think that people's actions in the past have an impact on our like today. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Also, um, uh, history definitely shapes uh, what the future is. So, and also, um, and also with the colonizers, so um, they. They obviously brought uh, some influence here, and also um, they they were able to set up uh, new lands, which would obviously become the U.S. Yes. Um. Also, I have another question in my mind, and that is, uh, what have you learned that doesn't match with what we think of ourselves as America, and and how does that conflict? Uh, this question was kind of difficult for me, but I think that, like, just knowing, like, what people did in the past, like, how, like, they, like, treated people and stuff, and, like, how we treat people today, like, I just think that it's really different. And, like, I never thought it could, like, get this bad, but it is getting bad, and it's just, like, some people, I like that's not like what people think of like America when they come. So I think that definitely has like an impact. Yeah, I I, I feel the same way. Um, uh, the beginning of the United States, um, I mean more especially uh, uh, the beginning of the uh, of the new people here wasn't really a very good start though honestly. Um, Obviously, uh, invaded a lot of land and kind of put the natives in a really shady spot, honestly. So, yeah. Um, also, I have a final thought, um, and it's that what TV slash movie character in America at this time in history? It's a pretty weird one. America. Hmm. I don't really know. That is. Oh. A, I don't know. What's yours? Um, I don't. Yeah, I I have no idea too. But, but all I can assume is just that it's probably a character that takes a, that takes control of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I think it's one that like stands up for like what they believe in definitely. Yeah. But yeah, that was a tricky question. Yeah, it's pretty out of place. Yeah, it was. All right, Caitlin. Um, I think this is the the end of our part three of our podcast. Thank you for coming on, and 
so we can come on future ones. Yes. Yes. All right. Signing off. Thank you guys for watching. Oh. Yep. Thank you guys for watching also and signing off.